taken enough of it. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host and DM, JC, here with three nerds. Uh, math is hard. Uh, the first nerd on the ones and twos, the man adjusting his earbuds right now, Tom M. Norman playing Aranon. How are you doing today, buddy? Oh, uh, not as bad as some other people I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> doing great. Super Bowl Sunday. It is a bittersweet Super Bowl Sunday. We shall overcome and get through. Watch it for the commercials. Watch it for the commercials and the entertainment value. And, Go uh, Chiefs. Yeah, that's about it. I feel great. Tom Brady may be a good guy, but he's been in that damn game too much. Get out of here. Nah, screw him. <laughs> he's a good man. Come on. Nah, who cares? Yeah, apparently. Well, some people do. Uh, and then one of the men suffering from a late night D&D session with several shots of Jameson. <laughs> Ryan Grixis Kukta. Hey, good morning. Uh I'm I am um I'm a Tom Brady supporter. I think he's the Michael Jordan of our day where he's not the most talented, but he is a born winner. So you have to respect that. That is true. That is true. I just I'm on the opposite side. I love Michael Jordan. I love seeing Michael Jordan win all the stuff. I'm just sick of seeing Tom Brady win all the stuff. Yeah. I, I hear I, you, but I think you're going to look back and you're going to say, oh, no, it's alive for Tom Brady. Yeah. It, well, I mean, you can't not do that. I mean, it, it's like saying I, I was alive for Michael Jordan. <laughs> he's, he's one of those guys that has a lucky rabbit's foot jammed really far and wide up his ass. Whatever it is. <laughs> The last man here, you hear juggling in the background. <laughs> the lore master, the lazy dragon, Jeff Doc Williams. How you doing? Good, good morning. Yes, late night last night. Thankfully, I didn't roll any natural ones, so I'm a little, a uh, little better shaped than some of you. No shots. Looking for you. fresh. I was actually consider at the point I was considering drinking last night. I went, you know what? No, you got to get up and do the stream in the morning. I'm start drinking. <laughs> so I went for another monster. Oh, that's we a great idea. Let's stay up for another six did. hours. <laughs> we thank you for that. Monster and cookies. So sugar and caffeine. And cookie monster? Uh, cookie you, monster. you literally <laughs> took the joke <laughs> right out of my mouth, genius. Thank I you. literally had a cookie monster last night. Is monster missing the boat by not making a f- cookie-flavored energy drink? Yes. Probably, right? They make cotton candy they need to get yeah. in with the Girl Scouts and make some, uh, you know, like, Thin Mint flavor and and the... Um, Monster Girl Scouts? Samoas, yeah. God, these, this sounds like a bunch of really great ideas for the February Encounter Poll. How does that campaign go? How does how does a campaign between Monster... <laughs> like, so you have a bunch of Girl Scouts, like, <laughs> running down the street trying to sell cookies. They slam a monster, and suddenly they're, like, WWE divas ripped and going door-to-door. <laughs> Buy some cookies. <laughs> we suplex you. Like, actually, that's not a terrible commercial idea. To be honest with you, that would that would be a funny Super Bowl commercial. Is it a commercial for Monster or the Girl Scouts of America or the, or WWE? the WWE? Yes, all of the above. <laughs> Man. You can you can send your uh, Monster you can send Girl your, the your WWE. Yeah. Cooch, get your people to... to call their people. Hey. Uh, <laughs> 
Speaking of monsters, Jeff, you want to give us a recap of last week? Oh yeah, D and D. We're gonna play D and D here at some point, folks. <laughs> Might get a little hazy at the end. I didn't make it through the re- the whole recap. I had to sleep some last night. So, <laughs> um, let's see. Last session we had uh, started off just at the end of a fight with the goblins. Um, some intimidation caused the remaining goblins to flee, and some flames caused the polar bears to flee. So we um, loaded up some of the ingots into the bag of holding so that we could haul everything back with the dogs. Um, we slept at the same wayward pine that we slept in the night before. On the way back, we met a strange character in uh, Yukon Cornelius, who apparently Cal- liked Cal- to... Callan Cornelius. Callan Cornelius. Uh, who apparently liked to eat gold and had skin of gold in places. Um, let's see, we got back to Bryn Shander and sorted out the ingots and kept a few for ourselves and found a uh, what I consider a lucky bottle as it got missed by two people and landed in snow. Um, talked to Aruna at the North Look, brought her sled with the ingots back to the uh, black iron blades and while Crixus and Doc were doing that, Aranon and Ellie were having a discussion and a little bit of a spat and Ellie headed to the Temple of Lathander by herself um, where she met a person named Danica who was talking about Chewingas Chewingas, something Chewingas. like that Chum- Chumbawambas. Chumbawambas. Crixus, when Crixus and Doc got back, Crixus went to find her and found her talking at the temple while Doc sat down with Erinon uh, at the bar. Yeah, Our so day. the watchtower has propane and our, we have a lantern now. Um, Ellie was given a lantern of finding something like that. A lantern and, of... What was it called? Hang on. Tracking. 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 Lantern of tracking. Lantern of tracking um, so that we can find oh, the Shawingas. Shawingas. Shwing. <laughs> oh, and they got uh, paid the six bloodstones from Runa for the, doing the job. For doing the deed. I um, forget who has the bloodstones right now. I believe that I do. Okay. Yeah, has them because you were drinking with Ellie and pissed her off, and that's why she left and went on the temple. That sounds right. She was trying to talk you into giving the lock back. It had obvious sentimental value to the dwarves. <sighs> My lock now. Yeah, apparently. I don't know what you're going to use it for. It doesn't have a key. Lockpick practice. Who knows? Uh, Maybe it'll open a portal to a new world and adventure, John. <laughs> we need to finish this adventure first. Or maybe you can put it in a sock and beat people with it. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> thought that's what my pennies were for. Bar soap. Bar soap. Several bars of soap. And just hold him, hold the guy down with the sheets on his bed. Watch Full Metal Jacket, have we? John's done this before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
Just, just like a Saturday night at John's house. It, but have discussed it. I was in the military <laughs> and we've talked about that and actually just talked about how much of a nightmare that would be to be held down in your bed like that. Anyways, picking up, uh, we ended with the lamp being given to Ellie and Crixus was there with her. Uh, so as the two of you are walking back towards the um, towards the bar on uh, the north look in tavern um oh, i probably shouldn't have chat up i just saw one of jack's comment about, about uh kellen cornelius not wiping well <laughs> <laughs> um she actually lights the lantern and it sits there and it glows a pleasant little red flame inside of it and she's just kind of holding it as you're as you're walking and after watching it for a while as you're walking she just kind of pulls it down by her side and it gives off a nice pleasant um light for you guys to walk by uh instead of relying on the moonlight or starlight um walking back about halfway back there's a commotion near the center of town Crixus there are several people um gathered around it looks like they're gathered around something they're all kind of looking down they're talking with each other stuff just says to Ellie we'd best make sure that's not one of our people you wouldn't I suppose I did all right yeah, let's go look. As you get closer, you can hear um, sounds of the crowd that's gathered around. Someone saying that it was another one. This this one had something written on him, though. And as you kind of push through and get through the crowd, they're all looking at a body laying on the ground. Uh, it's cold weather gear had been pulled open. There are several stab wounds um, and then carved into his chest is the word coward. And he's laying there dead. Looks to be a male human. You can't see his face, but judging by his rib cage and his body structure. She looks at it one look and then just kind of turns and puts her head in your shoulders like, that's gruesome. Hmm. What could this man have done? You overhear um, some people talking here and there. Um, no one read talks directly to you but listening to the people talking around there's a, a sense that he skipped out there's like a rumor going around that he skipped out on the drawing for the sacrifices for the for bridge hander sure. he somehow found um, a way to avoid having his name in the I'm gonna at Crixus will ask um, a couple of the people like right on the fringes. Who was that man and what did he do? 
And who was his daddy? And what did he do? And what did he do? <laughs> you got that now, <laughs> Who was he? What did he do? Who's his daddy? And what did he Who's do? His daddy? What did his he daddy do? apparently, yeah. Okay. Um, he was his a, mom. From what you gather, he was he's a local clerk at working for one of the um, one of the trade groups. Uh, locally, like stuff would be left behind, and he'd go to market with it and just sell the stuff. Um, no family, no, no real consequence to the village. To like, as far as people go and think about these sacrifices, there are people that have families and stuff that are like he should be one that goes like he should have priority over everyone else and that it was a very selfish move because he doesn't have family here he doesn't have his parents are dead his kids he doesn't have any kids he doesn't have a wife it's just there's no family ties for him it's a very selfish move for him to try and avoid this if that is actually true so you get the idea that no one's real broken up about the fact that this guy died <clears throat> but in the same sense someone else was murdered alright um, can Crixus look around the crowd see if there's anything um, anybody standing around that seems unsurprised or pleased or um, like yeah make a perception check it's going to be hard they get a disadvantage because everyone's bundled up in all their cold weather gear. It's hard to read people. Sure. Still pretty decent. Oh, I don't have that up yet. Sorry. No problem. It's a 16. 16. Um, so, looking around, you don't, uh, you don't see anyone that seems like pleased or anything it's hard hard to read like i said um yep. there is uh there are some people some of the people are starting to walk away the constable has come in as uh seeing to the situation um it's got a couple of uh like little uh patrol cops with them or patrol members of the watch that are grabbing the body and picking it up and it's actually kind of gruesome to see them pick up the body because they pick it up and it's like very stiff like it's frozen yeah. almost yeah the limbs kind of hinge at the one point <laughs> and suddenly his arm snaps off I get it <laughs> possible underneath all the clothing um alright so Crixus takes Ellie back um and we start headed back to, I guess, the north inn. One. Yep. Yeah. So you head back to the north. Look, you go in there. Uh, Aranon and Doc, you're in the bar. What are you doing? Drinking. Sounds about right. I'm going to ask the barkeep for uh, some bar dice. Bar dice. All right, yeah. He brings out a set of uh, five little ivory carved dice uh, 
You guys start rolling. Do you want to roll a round of bar dice? I don't have six <laughs> d6s or five d6s here. Nah. Crap. Okay. <laughs> Just roll a, roll a d6 for me. The three of you. Six. Nice. I am going to end up with a five. Ooh. Mm. The bar has a six as well. Two tie, all tie. Roll good. Two for me. Two. Are you at the bar, Grixis? He'll oh, get in on the, he, not he's not. But, no, yeah, he's not. just getting in on the drinky fun. Six. Six. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Bar pays for the next round with a one. So you get, you get a round from the bar uh, as you're playing here. And it kind of goes back and forth a little bit, but you don't actually lose anything as far as paying for rounds. I'm going um, to, uh, I'm actually going to, while we're drinking, ask, ask uh, Doc, tell me a story. Why are you here? Well, <clears throat> I mean, I told you most of my backstory. I really just uh, after spending all that time in the arena and being... Uh, slave servant whatever you want to call it for so long I was just looking for a nice place that was quiet do a little fishing do a little carving do a little smithing and just kind of some something quiet for a while but uh now that we got here and it's dark there's no fishing there's no there's no peace it's just cold and and apparently with these murders too it doesn't seem like the best place to be right now so I'm kind of hoping that this, uh, what we, I mean, I think we're here to, to take care of this, this darkness thing, I think is what you guys said. And if that happens, this may be a good place for me to hunker down for a while. So I'm so hoping we can solve, solve this problem. Why are you here with us? Why are you choosing to go on this dangerous adventure with us? I'm kind of fishing for sincerity ulterior motives okay yeah and he um he says you happen to be at the right place at the right time and you guys had some means that i didn't have to get here so it was a convenience nothing Nothing for or against you guys, but it was a way to get here um, without having to go through too much trouble. Well, at least that was the plan. Can we but, count um, on you? And I'm gonna, yeah, I'm I mean, gonna stare this, him in the face as I as as he answers. This place is not what I was looking for until this problem of the darkness gets solved. So until that's solved, I am motivated to help with the problem, help solve the problem. But can we trust you? I mean, I, I can tell you anything I want. Whether or not you trust me, that's up to you. Fair enough. Another drink. Right. I'm going to, without rolling the dice, I'm going to believe him. Okay. Unless you want me to roll the dice. I want you to roll the dice. Um, make a constitution saving throw first. 
This will determine whether or not we have you roll dice. Ooh. Not not good. No bueno. Five. Not good. Well, five? Uh, yeah, yeah, roll some dice to see whether or not you believe him. <laughs> You're a little <laughs> inebriated. Uh, what am I rolling? Just a regular uh, 20? In inside check. Insight skill check. Where in the hell is my insight skill? Long box in the middle is your skills. Alphabetically between history and intimidation. Good lord, I am blind. I literally went up and down the roll going, my insight disappeared. <laughs> I have no insight. That's how much you've been drinking. Natty one. <laughs> oh, never one. Seven. Yeah. It looked like a one on my dice. Seven plus two is nine. Plus two is nine. Um, <clears throat> you're suspicious of him. Not so suspicious that you're going to call him out on it and cause chaos here. But you, you still don't buy in 100% that he's here for his own reasons. He may be hiding something. Uh, about this point in time, uh, Crixus and Ellie get back. Um... Doc, you've been drinking as well. Oh, never mind, you're a dwarf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Does resistance to poison come into play here? Dirty. <laughs> um, actually, make the constitution saving throw at advantage because of your resistance to poison. It's not... It's not um, uh, 18. 18, yeah, you're fine. Drinking like a dwarf drinks. Uh, Aranon seems fairly inebriated. Um... Doc seems to be keeping up, but in a very dwarf-like manner, is just himself. All right, I'm going to throw my arms Cri up and yell, Welcome back! Oh. <laughs> Ellie kind of face palms. Oh, right. It's Huggy Aranon. Give my, give my friends a drink. Aranon in rare form. Your mother... Ellie face palms at first and then sits up and she's got a small grin on her face. Um, and she sits down next to Aranon. And um, says Aranon. I'm going to throw my arm around her and say, Ellie. Um, can I, can I ask you a question? Or can can you do me a favor? Please. And she kind of grins at you. And she anything for you. But runs 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 her finger from like the in between your eyes down to the tip of your nose and just boops the tip of your nose. Uh huh. Remember that lock that you took from the dwarves. Why? <laughs> yes, it was, it was mean, super. The lock that we're having this argument about earlier. Yeah, that one. That super pretty one. Yeah. You think I could have that? No. It's so cute. Why not? Because it is mine. Oh, I'll give you five gold for it. Yeah, I. We had this discussion, and you left angry. <laughs> Um, make an insight roll. Aaron. 
Do you know where it is now? Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. This is sounding like a really good idea to you. Ah, oh, damn it. Because her persuasion roll was a twenty-two. Uh-huh. Um As this is going on, you're you're less and less defiant in doing it. <laughs> you know what, Deli? Because it's I'll been you and because you really, really feel strongly about it. I think I'd be willing to part with it for five gold. Okay, well, here. And she reaches in her pocket and goes, Oh, wait, you have my money. Well, I can do. I, <laughs> can, can, you, can you get this gentleman another drink, please? <laughs> so the bartender comes over and gets you another drink. And she said, you, You're entitled to five more of my gold that you're carrying and, and this drink. Oh, if I... I can have that lock. Don't mind if I do. And you actually, you took the lock out, right? Yeah. I, I was just going to say I'm pulling out and I slam it on the on the uh, bar and up, grab my drink. bar, pick up the drink. Yep. <laughs> and she quickly grabs that lock and pockets it while you are drinking. And then she, uh, when you put your drink down, um, kind of wipe your mouth like you do when you chug a drink. And she says, thank you. And she kisses you on the cheek and then just kind of ducks out from under your arm. <laughs> kind of pushes Krixer <laughs> in next to Aranon. Tell him yeah, about well, what we found. I'm going to look at so, Krixus and uh, say, hello, young man. I think I just got when, bamboozled. When she while does... That's, while that's going on, Doc's going to uh, say, hey, Krixus, can I have one of those uh, bloodstones? Well, when... When Ellie nudges me forward, my first um, my first action is to like clap Aaron on on the back and immediately try to change the subject. I was going to show the blood stones that we received so that immediately we change the perspective of this conversation away from the lock. And uh, so I'll bring out the six blood stones, but I'll keep them like this as to not like show the entire bar that yep. we have them. But um, just to kind of show them to the team. That's probably better. I was going to spin it on the bar and make it shine all flashy-like. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I'll say, uh, payment for a job well done. Ooh, shiny. I'm going to reach for one. I assume you let him grab him. Yeah, I'll, I'll let him grab one. Um, I'm not sure what what uh, the value or the purpose for them would be, so I'm not going to give them all to Aranon. I'm doing that. I'm doing that thing where you kind of, when you're really hammered, you have it in front of your face and you're just kind of swaying and looking at something because you're focusing on that and not your balance. So I'm just kind of like <laughs> riding the roller coaster. Already. Yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty and I'm gonna plop it back in Crixus's arms I'm just chuckling at the fact that Aranon grabbed Crixus's stones <laughs> <laughs> the thing is and he liked it <laughs> um, Ellie 
pats Crixus on the back and just kind of whispers in your, I'll be back. Um, and she, uh, she takes off, um, supposedly going to look for the dwarves. Um, leaving the three of you at the bar. Like that. But I'm engaged with the bloodstone, so I didn't necessarily notice, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, what, what are you doing? You're at the bar, you're drinking. Um, Ellie did mention to Crixos, you, uh, Doc, you heard him say, tell him what we found on the way here. Um, might be something you want to ask about. I don't know. It's up to you guys. What do you talk about? Well, well, he's gone. Or do, for that matter. Drink more and go back to bed or go to bed. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to I mean, gonna I'm say... going to... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, I'm going to tell him, tell the team about the uh, experience at Lathander's Temple. And Ellie fell in love with this idea of finding a bright light creature named a Shuinga. And she was given a magic lantern from Danica at Lathander's temple. Ooh, more more shiny pretty. Is is the lantern expensive? I cannot say. It does not seem overly ornate. However, it does possess magical powers. So says the cleric at the bowl. Did you see it do anything magical? Not as I witness. It appears to be a fairly standard lantern. However, uh, we were informed as we approached the sprites, it will glow green. Any so, clue where we're supposed to find these Chumbawambas? <laughs> Ellie was engaged in more conversation. I think it would be good to talk to her. You look around suddenly and you realize Ellie's not around Doc. You don't know where she went to. Where did Ellie go? Did she get knocked down and is trying to get back up again? <laughs> Aaron looks around at the floor. Doesn't see her. <laughs> Because, of course, he's pissing the night away. Yeah. Well, we've been making our way through the mem- making our way through the menu. We had a whiskey drink. We had a vodka drink. <laughs> uh, we had a lager drink. And we had a cider round drink. of cider drinks. Um, I will also mention about the dead body. Um with coward grawled on the chest. It's a man of no consequence. However, it reaffirms the killer is still among us. Hmm. 
Is this the first first one in in Bryn Shander? I don't remember if the stories were. That is a good question. I remember. Or if this was the second one. Speculate and continue your conversation. I'll see if I can figure out exactly. Because, I mean, that, that would stand to reason if we think that we know who it is and we saw him here just a few days ago. I mean, there's a trapper in East Haven, shipbuilder, dwarven glassblower in Bryn Shander. There, yeah, that's uh, oh, the so second one in Bryn Shander. Second one here. So. That's we should very um, interesting. Is the body still up? Get there? Aaron on a good. <laughs> it appears the constables were removing the body as we entered the tavern. Oh, bummer. I'd like to go see that. I think uh, uh, we should probably uh, get Aaron on a good night's sleep and have that start focusing on that task in the morning. Yeah, drunk Aaron going to visit the constables might not be the best idea. <laughs> Indeed. I don't know what you're talking about. Fun! <laughs> not the best <laughs> idea. <laughs> yes. Please Craig said there if, uh, if Doc had rolled lower on his constitution check, we'd be going to find the constable. <laughs> He'd already be out the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... So, you continue your evening of drinking, eventually ending up um, in your rooms. Um, actually, Aaron, make another constitution saving throw. <laughs> Is it time to puke? If you fail, if you fail, we're gonna have to make strength strength checks to get you to the room. Or if he succeeds, he might be knocking on someone else's door tonight. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. All right. Yeah, you find your way to your room. Without issue, you open the door, climb in bed. Or climb on bed. I don't know if you're <laughs> cognizant enough to get in bed. Climb under bed. <laughs> he's in the warm weather gear and he's just roasting in the morning. Yeah, just on the bed. Um, no, I'd like to think that he had <laughs> some of that off. It's probably probably still sitting on the bar stool downstairs. <laughs> You know, you come in, you take your big jacket off, you put it on the bar stool, and then sit on top of it. Yeah, his jacket's probably still on the bar stool. <laughs> then you leave it at a at a fast food restaurant on your way to Chicago. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Could never happen with a PlayStation Vita in the pocket. Yeah, no kidding, right? Ah, <laughs> oh. so you wake up in the morning. Um, Aaron, when you wake up, you kind of look around. You realize. Damn, this cat that peed in my mouth. This is not your room. The roof slants the other way to this room. Hmm. As you kind of get up and look over, uh, nodded off in a chair is Ellie. Sleep. I'm assuming at this point I have a screaming headache. Yeah, you're re regretting your decisions. I'm going to get up and quietly go out the door, and uh, I'm going to gather whatever stuff I have with me. Make a stealth check. 
I'm not gonna. You're good at these. I'm not gonna say a disadvantage, but I'm, I was going to say an advantage <laughs> because you're trying to be extra quiet because of your own head, but then disadvantage because you're also still hungover. So. It's but I have the roll. special boots. You do have special boots. So roll, just roll regular. Yep, just roll yeah. regular. All advantage. Oh, no, no. All disadvantage. Well, okay. it doesn't matter. Net twenty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> he's good at this. You can get out of the room, no problem, without uh, alerting Ellie at all. Sneak back across the hall to your room if you want to do any changing or washing up or anything. Yeah, I'm gonna clean myself up a bit and then grab my stuff and head down to the bar for a hair of the dog. All right. Uh, Doc and Christmas. You feel What's like that? you drank last night, but not so much that um, that you're non-functional. A little like this morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, you head downstairs, I assume, after getting yeah, food. yeah, food. Maybe a bacon. Bloody Mary sounds good. Get, you get your food. You get a Bloody Mary or a, a mimosa or whatever, whatever morning alcohol you want. My morning regiment, boiler maker, and some eggs and uh, hash browns. Nice. That's that's what we're gonna do this morning. As um, as you're tucking into your meal here, um, Ellie comes walking down the stairs, bright chipper, um, looking, sober. yeah, looking sober and fantastic and ready to go. I'm going she to kind of skips over to the bar and. Uh, asks for an orange juice, gets an orange juice and then she said, and if I could get a plate of like eggs over easy, bacon and a piece of toast would be amazing and she goes over to the table and plops down hard at the table. Good morning gentlemen. When when she rather uh, loudly after she says uh, that, uh, I'm gonna look at everybody and be like have you guys seen my lock? I was going through my stuff this morning to be sure I had everything and I don't seem to have it anymore. Did I drop that somewhere? Now his eyes go to the ceiling and everywhere but Aranon. <laughs> ah, I think I remember that you traded it for a, a drink or something. I, Man, we were hammered last night. <laughs> Rolling dice with the bartender. <clears throat> Maybe it's his lock now. Hmm. I like that lock. Hmm. It does sound like me to trade it for beer. Did I at least get anything else out of it? I believe five gold. Fine. I won't push it then. That bartender's lucky I don't go back there and steal it back. I'd like to see you try, she says. <laughs> I'm going to stand up from behind the table and... Sounds like a challenge. Yeah, that literally is what that was. So I'm going to try and start moving around the table to head to the bar. She grabs your arm. Aranon, Aranon, I am joking. Uh, you lost the tomb, fair and square, and Bardice. Sit down. You had to pay for a round. Sit down. You've had a lot. So I pay. lost money too? So I didn't gain five gold? Make an insight check. People are killing me. Make an insight check. We need check. this barkeep around. He makes fantastic bacon omelets. Mm. Ooh. 
better than a one? Eight. <clears throat> You're not sure what it is, but you don't believe her story that she just yeah. said. All right, so I'm going to give her the side eye and sit back down. Somehow I don't feel like the truth is out there. And I'm going to continue eating and slam the rest of my drink. Yeah, she, she is uh, tucking into her food. <laughs> just, just eating her food when this conversation is going. Uh, she brings up uh, the dead body. Did, did Crixus tell you about the body that we came across last night? That sounds familiar. Yeah, he mentioned something about that. Indeed Good. I did, with the coward transcribed upon his stern. It's kind of gross. Well, sounds like he maybe uh, deserved it. I don't, I don't know. The people were saying that he hid from the sacrifice drawing somehow. Was avoiding being put in the drawing. Well then, I mean, yes, out? maybe deserved it, but still, someone's committing murders. And I wonder that... what we would all do if we were involved in a harsh lottery such as this. Uh, I'd move to a different town. I'm, I'm with him. I don't know why these people stay with such. Indeed. I suppose being tied to the land. Family business. I don't know. Eh, I don't even want to think about that. So. That is why our quest is so important. In your discussions with, uh, what's your one year last night? Did you, is she still going to help us, uh, speak with our, uh, oh, what the hell's his name? Who's the guy we're going after? Fake. Torg. Torg's the merchant, right? Yeah, Torg's he's the he's merchant. the assassin, right? The guy that we're going after. Um, he works for Torg, we think. Yeah. What's the name given? Uh, Sephic. Yes. Some. Okay, it was given. Yep. Sephic is the name I have. Sephic. How do you spell Sephic. that? S-E-P-H-E-K. Sethic. Alright. Um, so is he going to... Is she going to still help us get in contact with... And get close to Sethic? That was... That's a question for... Crixus. Because Crixus talked to... Bruna... Mm-hmm. We yes. did not discuss the particulars of the next stage of our transaction. Alright, let's go and find her because we I would like to get this done. Crix just grabs the rest of his bacon omelet in a napkin and he's eating it like a sandwich as they walk out. <laughs> yes. Um, 
as you guys are going through the town, um, trying to find Runa and her other people, uh, where where are you go look for her specifically? I would have said the tavern, but. Well, she wasn't at the tavern. The only other place that you know that she has had contact with, thinking about it, would have been the um... Black Iron Blades. Yes, thank you. So do you head that way, train finder? And heading yes. that way, heading through the city, um, it's still dark. It's eerie that you wake up and there's no light in the sky other than these shimmering lights, which are half half there at this point in the morning um but rolling through the city there are a couple of dog sleds that go by uh, there are a couple of people that go by on these large two-legged bird-like creatures um chocobos that have, um, <laughs> that have these huge taloned feet um kind of they look like this You can make yeah. a nature check to realize what so these are. So Doc, Doc's probably aware of them, but has never seen a white one. That's uh, that's an axe beak. I'll assist Doc then. Seven. Doc, Doc says it right away. He says, oh, those are axe. That's an axe beak. Um, and you kind of watch them go by. They kind of stride through like some sort of tauntaun chocobo thing. <laughs> Um, you see a couple of people go by on those. Hmm. Um, eventually you get to Black Iron Blades. And Haruna is there with her other two dwarven friends. Um, and she comes up to all of you right away and just says, oh, Thank you. Thank you so much. It, it means so much to uh, have just even this little bit of our friend back. And you can see in her hand she's holding this lock. <laughs> oh, oh, what, what a surprise. <laughs> I'm going to look. I'm just going to look at everybody and I'm just going to be pissed. Ellie has an ear to ear grin on her face. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm actually gonna look at her and go, "Fuck you," and look back. Crixus. Crixus says, "It appears all is right with the world. Now let's get back down to business." Um. All right. Yeah. Back down to business. Um. What? What? You wanted help finding Torgus, right? Or talking to them? Yes, we need your help uh, since you are the skilled merchant and know your way around business, especially around these parts. We need your help to get us close to Suffolk and maybe hopefully single him out, get a meeting with him, hopefully alone. Meeting with a caravan guard meets tough business. It might... It might take a bit to to do. Well, it needs to be sooner than later. 
Let me see if I can find Torg's caravan and set up a meeting with their caravan, if nothing else. Yes, uh, the sooner we can, maybe if we can get a meeting can with we the get... caravan, then we can single him out before or after the meeting. Is there a way we can get hired by this Torg to go on a caravan? Mm, I do yeah, not know. Pretty selective. channels that they go through to mm. uh, for their hiring. Just possible. Uh, let me let me see if I can find them, locate them, set up a meeting. If we can set up a meeting, that is something we may be able to discuss. Um, you you are you are hired hands that have done a great deed for me and my my crew. So um, I would I will rec I will give you my recommendation for them possibly try to get you hired on um as she's talking i'm gonna nudge doc and say hey remind me i have a good idea when we're done here okay and she continues uh she says but i i will i will need a little bit of time to try and find them um meet me at the the um oh where the hell meet me at the north hook in in, give me a hour. And uh, she kind of looks back at her two compatriots and says, keep working here. I, w I will be back. We will leave sometime around midday. Um, and oh my god, suggested show titles today. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, having the chat open is distracting. I might not want to do that as a DM. <laughs> um, she takes off, uh, leaving you guys uh, standing there at the blacksmith. Um, as you're standing there, Ellie gets out this lantern. She lights it, and there's, there's a pleasant little red flame inside it. And she just starts kind of walking around the perimeter. She's keeping an eye on you guys. But she's just kind of holding the lantern out, seeing if seeing if anything happens with this lantern. Well, are we going to stand out here in the cold? Head back. I we could head back, she says, and she's kind of looking down an alleyway with it. Well, we should head back. Yeah. Okay, and she starts walking with the lantern, like just waiting for it to change color, watching it intently, and kind of holding it in different directions. As she walks past the alleyway, she kind of holds it out. Is it light out at this point now, or is it still really no. dark? Oh, it's, it's, it's never light out. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's constantly never going to be light out. That's right. Because I was going to say, I, you look foolish for carrying a lantern when it's light out. That's as a the hardest DM, thing to very remember. Hard. Every morning, I want to say it's a bright, sunshiny day, or it's a light, because I'm so used to describing the weather and what the weather is like. It's like, nope, it's a clear day, but it's dark, and you see some of the light shining above <laughs> yeah. It's a bright, shiny day. Just kidding. Still night. Yeah, still yeah. night. Still dark as a goblin's butthole. Yep. <laughs> I haven't gone searching in goblin's buttholes, so I would not know, but... <laughs> I don't want to know what Norm's going for there. 
Dark as a goblin's bottle. Um, so you're you're walking back, and the, you're walking, and she's using this lantern, and nothing's happening with it. And honestly, you're starting to wonder. It's just a regular lantern. She douses it as you get closer to the bar, kind of. Let's it cool off. So, up. so Aaron, you had a good idea. Yeah. So, who here knows how to make a conconc- concoction to make somebody shit their pants? Anyone? Anyone? I mean, how were your movements this morning? <laughs> okay. First of all, not for me. I'm fine. I am regular. Thank you for asking. I'm Maybe thinking... you should talk. Maybe we should check with the mixologist who stole your lock behind the bar. Oh, wait. That didn't happen. Yeah, that didn't happen. The bartender happen. probably... Ellie. Why? Um. So, <laughs> my funny. thought is to toast or somehow find a way to get him a drink. And slip that into his drink, which would force him to go to the bathroom on his own, because I doubt he'd be going with other people. And we kill take... him in the shitter. Seems like a perfect way to die. You want a Tywin Lannister, this guy? Sounds I'm like... not opposed. <laughs> Fair enough. Unless somebody has a better idea, that's going to be the most reliable way to get him by himself. Makes sense. The idea is sound, but I have not seen him in the tavern. Well, if we... Well, there's a couple ways we we could go about this. We could just put it into a flask and give everybody a drink. And every man for himself and have one person not in the group stand off to the side and kind of watch and take care of the issue after. It's going to be uncomfortable for everybody involved. Or (laughs) are you volunteering as tribute? I am not. I am volunteering as the sneaky guy (laughs) who would be able to. Of course you are. (laughs) Of course you are. He's mad about his lock yet. (laughs) Are you ready? I think this idea is shitty. (laughs) Shitty. (laughs) So, otherwise, I guess the other option would be to pour drinks and then have a little vial and kind of sneakily dump it in. But either way, (laughs) it's a Sure, sure way to get him by himself. You could, spend, yeah. you could spend many years building up an immunity to the stuff, and then poison both glasses. <laughs> or, Inconceivable. I was gonna say, or would you prefer a land war in Asia? <laughs> I am going to prefer a land war in Asia because I do not want to spend years crapping my pants to become to become immune. So that's fair. Sounds horrible. But it's worth a shot to ask the barkeep if there's something, you know, that we could just keep in the bag for 
if the situation were to present itself. Yeah. So you, you end up in the Northlook Tavern, you're talking to the barkeep, presenting, asking this idea. And he says, well, do you want someone to pass out immediately, or do you want someone to just have the shit? Just Actually, the shit. can we get one of both? Well, sure. We have this, and he pulls out a bottle. He goes, a shot of this will put someone on their ass, like, instantly. The bottle looks strangely familiar. Like something that might have fallen out of a bag recently. <laughs> that was turned upside down. Hmm. Um, this is, yeah, just for the assholes. And he pulls up this long, slender bottle that... Um, and you get the idea that this bartender kind of controls his bar with various concoctions. <laughs> like he literally is probably an alchemist that is, hey, in order to keep the peace in the bar, sometimes you need to have people pass out and sometimes you need to have people go to the shitter for a minute. So was that an intentional joke or an accidental joke, Mr. John? <laughs> Being which one? This is for the assholes. <laughs> That was actually accidental, but it works on so many levels. <laughs> the fact that it was a long, slender bottle as opposed to the short, fat one, too. I don't know. <laughs> that all just came out. Again. Wow. Nice. <laughs> Stack puns on buns and. Entendres and entendres. Double entendre. Alright. So, you want some of each then? Yes? Yes. Yeah, we need. Because, I mean, if worst case scenario, it's going to be helpful in the future. Doc, you realize you have some of one of the bottles already. Actually, quite a bit of one of the bottles already. Actually, I have that um, bottle. Yes. Oh, yeah. That... Hold on. Here's that bottle. It's going to be a conversation that I was going to have right now, I think. Oh. So um, Doc would initiate conversation with Ernan about the uh, the trust conversation that he may or may not remember from the night before. And getting into it, say, um, you know, I, I don't really have anything to hide. And uh, I'd probably have less to trust of you than you have to, to be afraid of trusting me. Um, but I'm thinking that I'd rather not just be beholden to to you and your group. So uh, since I don't have much to offer except this bag of holding, I really don't have enough stuff to use a bag of holding. Um, would you be willing to purchase it off of me so that I then have wow. gold to spend and uh, don't have to be just a, a hired hand and a unwilling benefactor here and a pack mule uh, yeah well and yeah how much Always would a hundred gold would a hundred gold be unreasonable that's an unreasonably good deal for you Aaron and you understand this okay uh yeah yeah I would... how about how about a hundred gold in that bottle that fell out of it? Because that would have been... That was probably the only thing I was hiding from you, and only because I didn't know it was there. 
that is a fair trade. Deal. So yeah. not, you are the proud owner of a bag of holding with 40 pounds of ingots in it. And some blankets. And a cloak. <laughs> oh, God damn it. That's one way to unload no, we the left cloak. The, we, Did we, we left the... that cloak out, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it made pro solid. That's right. And that was okay. left by the gallon. So... Okay, yeah, so the ingot and a couple of blankets. The ingots and a couple of blankets. Okay. So you have a short squat jug of alcohol. Strong alcohol now. All right. Do you want to uh, celebrate the trade by cracking this this bottle open? And <laughs> is is there a way to add stuff to the actual bag of holding? Only in text. Only in oh, text. Okay. Um, yeah. I assume you will keep just about everything you have in there. It has a certain amount of space to it. Um, so what is it? Forty cubic feet. Yeah. So in this, in this, since I didn't have a lot of stuff, I just put it in the notes, I think, in the bag of holding that I had. In the other campaign, there's a, an area for other items. And I, because it's a, it's a full paragraph of stuff that we have in there now yeah. in, in my other campaign. So down at the bottom of your items, there's like a additional items area. That's a spot where I put that. Any, the only problem equipment? with that is, yeah. Oh, yeah. The only okay. problem with that is, I think only the owner of the campaign and you can see what's in there. The other members of the campaign can't read the, the additional descriptions. That's I think, but what you have in there, right? That's why nobody knows how many platinum we have in the other campaign. <laughs> the equivalent of like 25,000 gold. Uh... The, um... Hope nobody's watching. No, I hope everybody's watching, actually. Yeah, honestly. I think they're all still sleeping. All right. So you can make that inventory transactions. In those inventory transactions, the bartender pours up a small flask of each of these and then slides the two of them, like little, probably about the size of a cell phone flask. Oh, God, you can't even see that against my shirt. Size of a cell phone flask. Of each alcohol. Um, slides it across the bar and says, that'll be uh, 25 gold. Um, I'll pay for that, I guess. Um, Doc will pay Crixus 10 gold for the cold weather gear from a few sessions ago. Okay. So am I going to hold on to the two vials then? Or who the sneak, yes. In the bag of holding. Yep. He actually, before he slides them out to you, he takes a diamond stylus and etches in the glass on them um, two different symbols, one annotating what they are so that you don't get them. What are they called? Are they actually searchable? Um, no. no. <laughs> Did he just transcribe a shit emoji on one of them? Yeah, <laughs> the poop emoji. <laughs> the poop emoji and then the crossed eyes emoji. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. A little little pile of poop and then a smiley face with crossed out eyes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so Crixus, you can add ten gold if you didn't. Um you I can did. call the Thank you, you can um call the one one dragon's blood. 
Um, the the one that'll make people pass out. You can say a vial of dragon's blood alcohol. Um, and then the other one would be uh, snake's bite. Gross. So the poop emoji bottle snake snake's bite. Snake's bite. Yep. And then the the pass out one is dragon's blood. In my notes, I actually labeled them poop emoji bottle and smiley face with crossed out eyes bottle. Okay, that works. <laughs> that works. Um, he does mention the names of them. Um, make a, an intelligence check, Aaron. And Crixus. Doc, you're well aware. Because you just... Actually, no. Aaron, what's your passive perception? Uh... 15 yeah yeah you saw it um when he says dragon's blood you realize that's what you just handed to doc yep that big bottle you just handed to doc the snake spite doesn't ring any bells but at the mention of dragon's blood it's crixus you can make an intelligence check to see if you remember having that conversation about the bottle but i likely do not nope do not that with a seven. <laughs> I love that. I love that log. That is so amazing. Um. So what would you like to do? Do we want to celebrate with a shot of dragon's blood? <laughs> See how it works. No. So while we wait the for the snake's bite. Dragon's Definitely blood. not the snake bite. Dragon's while we wait for Runa, I guess we should probably. Just kind of talk through our next moves um, and just, uh, you know, go through the strategy of if we catch, if we catch Sephic in a certain situation, what would we do if we catch him in, um, you know, by himself, what would we do? Things like that. Kill him. Okay. So you're talking through your plans and everything for the next hour or so when uh, Runa shows up and she says hey, hey bad news they left yesterday after the market um, it seems they're moving on to Targos uh, good news is Targos is only two hours away If he left after the market, maybe he isn't the killer. Didn't they find the body last night? They did find the body last night. Mm. Good news is Targos is only two hours away. Cup. Yeah, so let's. Do we want to chase them, or do you, do you know if they're going to be there for a while, or if they're going to be on their way back right away? Uh, their travel patterns are anything to build. They'll move to the next town after this one. They make a cycle of the ten towns. Trading. Okay, let's. We, so we should chase after them. If what if we got ahead of them? Uh, we could also get ahead of them. That's not a bad idea either. 
Um, Damn it, Jeff, you're going to make me look up the map of Ten Downs. <laughs> <laughs> you want to uh, send me that map? If I can find a decent one, yeah. I'll send it to you. Um, I'm not sure where it's from, but if you just search Ten Towns map, Seems like Google a good Bremen's the next one. Um, beyond Brinchander, and they went to Targos. So Tourmaline, Tourmaline, which is six hours away. Um, let's see, that's one, two, three, four, one, two. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm missing one on this map. One, two, three, four. Five, it's right between history and intimidation. Eight, nine. Right. <laughs> um, I'm not going to live that down, am I? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope, and I'm probably we've, looking. We've all done it. So. Oh, yeah. We, we know what, you're, what what happens. We, we've been there. So, yeah, the next one beyond Targos would be Tourmaline. And there is actually, you could cut a route through a hilled area. To, it, I mean, the roads that connect. Bryn Chander. Now I'm doing this backwards, so Bryn Chander's here. And Targos is here. And Tourmaline's up here. Oh, so we could do as the crow flies straight so through. So you could, as the crow flies straight through, you may gain some travel time. And you may actually just, if you want to, I mean, it only being two hours away, it'd be eight hours of travel to just travel and go to the next town. They may stop the day in Targos, spend the day there. You could, in one day, move and probably end up meeting them in Tourmaline if you wanted to try that. I'm or gonna you make go the opposite way around ten towns. I'm gonna and make the suggestion that we go head. this the straight path, get there ahead of them, and then that way we can scout the area, find a good place to have a meeting that may be able to seclude. So yeah, it depends on on what our our <clears throat> ultimate goal is. If you want to ambush them on the road we should probably be familiar with the road. If you want to catch them in town, we should get there as soon as possible. Well, if I we... mean, if you're looking to separate him, you don't want to ambush a traveling caravan on the road. Yeah. Cause the whole point is to get him and, and make it, you know, what if we dressed up as crag cats? <laughs> It'd be adorable. Then he'd have to take care of it. Right. That's his job. We think. I, I guess. I mean, if we could lure him off the path, yes. But what's to say he doesn't leave the path with extra guard? And then suddenly we're in a battle with, what, a dozen people maybe? I don't like those odds. I prefer to cut him off from the pack, so to speak. I do my best work sneaking up behind and then leaving just as quickly. To Tourmaline, then. Tourmaline? So you're going to head to Tourmaline. To Tourmaline. To Tourmaline. If it's, right. it's still mid midday or morning or midday? Yeah. 
so we could, if the weather's nice, we could possibly even get there before. I was going to say nightfall, but <laughs> kind of always nightfall. It's kind of always nightfall. I'm trying to find. Where was that? Oh, I think it was here, honestly. Um, so if you're going to head out that day. Well, crap. Can't find what I'm looking for. Yeah, there's nothing necessarily keeping us here. At this point, no. Um, so are you you're gonna go bring round up the dogs and dog sleds and pack up your stuff and head out <laughs> on your way to Tourmaline? If I can find, oh yeah, here you go. As you're headed out the um, as you're headed out of the bar, on the posting board by the door, um, there's a wanted poster that you see up there um, it says kitten killers at large <laughs> three men and one woman were spotted murdering defenseless baby kittens that are under the protection of the endangered species act they slice their throats with heartless abandon and then in an attempt to hide their viciousness they covered their lifeless bodies with snow and must be punished for their crimes any information is helpful it is believed they are a group of two clerics, a rogue, and a fighter. Rewards are offered for information. Udine Guardhouse. Or Udine Guardhouse. If I had a camera, I'd take a selfie with it. Do you leave it up there? That is the question. <laughs> is anybody around? A bartender and a couple of patrons. So, no, I'm not going to rip it down for them to notice that. It's on a, it's on a, like, a quest board kind of place? Just like an announcement board, like, you know, where you'd see business cards tacked up or announcements about shows. All right, so this is what we'll do. Crixus will start to play a song in the corner of the bar. To try to distract the patrons. And uh, hopefully someone can remove that safely from the board without bringing too much attention. I'll make a um, Sure. Because Ellie's kind of looking at it and she's thinking. 14? 14, you start playing the, the bar. Everyone in the bar instantly, like, even you walking up there's got people going what music someone's gonna and you start playing music the second you play music she just kind of reaches out and goes and <laughs> rolls it up <laughs> sticks it in her pocket kind of looks around the bar and just nods and winks at you and just kind of backs out of the bar all right so i only i only have this this is all i have and then then i'll thank the patrons it's cold as a witch's left teat in the dale <laughs> with no sunlight at all to pierce the veil. And then, thanks guys, I'm working on that. Uh, that should be out uh, pretty soon. Thanks guys. Look for that to drop uh, <laughs> summer uh, 2023. Yeah. Little, Don't forget to like little, and subscribe. 
Lil Mo is in the back selling selling the albums. Lil Mo. Grab some t-shirts. Strictly available on the Wizard Wide Web. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I love us. <laughs> we will we will take a bit and run with it probably two steps too far. <sighs> you all head outside and when you get outside of the bar uh Ellie kind of looks at you guys and goes guys this is not a good thing well I'm just gonna shrug it's done what are you gonna do about it <sighs> now we just have to be careful I guess only All right. All right. She seems clearly worried. She's yeah, never this is the first time bed. she's been on a wanted post. <laughs> <laughs> she's having a uh, uh, um, um, crisis of conscience here. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell Ellie. Uh, you get used to it, and it just kind of doesn't bother you after the tenth time you get on a wanted poster. So yeah, it's first one's always special, but you know. Aaron's literally James um, Franco's character in uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, hanging on the news. First time. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until there's sketches of us, I don't think we have to worry. Okay, that's probably fair. I still don't like it. So you guys continue on packing up the dogs and everything, and you head out on the road to, um, just before you head out, Ellie lights the lantern one last time when you're outside the gate and just kind of holds it up, and nothing. It's still red. She blows it out and gets ready, and you guys start heading on your way. As you start heading north out of town, it starts to snow a little bit. Uh, nothing tragic, but the sky has become overcast, and um, it's kind of big, fat, gentle snow um, falling to the ground, heavy and wet. As you head out into the darkness of the afternoon, heading north towards Tourmaline. All right, well, we'll, we'll obviously be stopping every hour to feed and water <laughs> the dogs. Yeah, and, we need them to uh, grow up to be nice and nice and strong. Got to water them. Cha-cha-cha-chia. And we won't be murdering any kittens on the way there. Says you. Lesson learned. No. I mean, the trip over the um, the eight-hour trip to get to Termaline. <laughs> Actually, it's a six-hour trip to get to Termaline from Red <clears throat> When you get there over the course of the six hours, it's not an issue. Um, when you arrive there, the first thing Ellie does is get this lantern out and light it up. Can someone roll me a set of percentile dice, please? Genius. Yep, genius head. 94. 94. It's probably the highest I've ever rolled on percentile. She's sitting there with the lantern and she kind of scans it and it flickers and turns this greenish blue color suddenly and her eyes go wide and she turns and looks at you guys with this 
huge you can see the huge grin on her face behind her mask and everything her whole body language just kind of lights up that this thing actually works and they're somewhere around here and that's where we'll stop mm. holy shit a 94 stop where did 90 go i picked it up that's awesome so perky. 90 and four you had a six up there. Four. Yeah. On these uh, these dice, I think these were birthday dice mm. from from D from my Wednesday night group. Nice little little ball, little uh, colorful balls inside. They're all shiny. Fantastic. That's where, that's where we'll stop with the realization that Chewingas are nearby. Awesome. That's gonna be a Chewinga. It's gonna be a good place to stop either way with her being crestfallen that it didn't light up or. Holy shit, it lit up because you rolled a 94. There's like a 10% chance that they show up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And it's going to be such a... Oh, wow. That's going to set up for some good storyline because she's going to be torn about handling business and following Chewingas. Oh. <laughs> it's going to drive Aaron on nuts. I'm already annoyed. Lloyd, <laughs> you lost your lock. Oh. I can't. <laughs> Your love for the bottle is going to undo some of the things you care for. <laughs> tell me right, a lock. Or sorry, tell myself. Yeah. It meant more to those dwarves than it did to you. Seriously. She knew that. Eh, fine. So, with that, if you like these shenanigans, give us a follow. Twitch.tv slash TomMNorm T-O-M-M-N-O-R-M Follow us on Twitter. I am at Tom M. Norman, T O M M N O R M A N. Genius is Lazy Dragon G B, L A Z Y D R A G O N G B. Crixus is Crazy Cooch, C R A Z Y K O O C H. And Mr. D M J C is Wildfire1265. If you can spell wild and you can spell fire, you should be able to put the numbers 1265 in order. Follow us also on Twitter, Two Nerds, One Quest. Number two, Nerds, Number One Quest. Tell people about us. Give us uh, some follows wherever it is that you can find us. Write us some reviews if you are listening to the podcast. Or if you actually want to, you can watch this and then go write us a review wherever it is you can write a review at. Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts. We are, I think we're pretty much everywhere. I think we're on Spotify and... I saw Audible. Yeah. Yep, we're on Audible. We're on Audible? Holy shit. Yeah, we're pretty much everywhere. Um, So go give us some ratings. Give us some stars. What's that? I said we are everywhere you want to be. The MasterCard Visa. Visa. Everywhere you want. No free rides, John. We're not advertising. John, for a shameless plug to a credit card company. (laughs) Come on, man. (laughs) Uh, The best thing you can do is... a Visa card. (laughs) That's the best thing you thing. can do is give us a rating and review. Uh, tell other people. Um, but if you want to go that extra extra distance, go to patreon.com slash 2nerds1quest. Check out our rewards. we got some cool stuff up there. Um, yeah, we'd love to see you in our Discord as well. That is free. Go there. Say hi. Join in some discussions. We have some music channels. We have a uh, video game channel. We have all sorts of fun stuff that you can hop in and, and say hi. Uh, There's a certain level of Patreon member that you actually get to vote on encounters 
once a month, and that's where Callan Cornelius came from, the Yukon Cornelius clone. Uh, there's a bit more to him than these folks realize yet, but uh, I will be putting up the February one shortly, hopefully this week. It will be, it'll go up. It's always coming up with ideas. Perfect. So, patreon.com slash tunersonequest. As always, we are very appreciative for those of you who watch us live, download the podcast, and have joined our Patreon. Thank you very much for JC and Cooch Crixus and Mr. Lazy Dragon. I am Norm. Bye. Peace. Jawinga.